Welcome to the Bill Spadia Show on demand. Don't forget to subscribe and follow this show so you'll never miss a minute. Bill Spadia is compensated for commercial and nonprofit appearances. 610 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning talking Jersey. Taking your calls, 1 800 283 101.5. I want to thank Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook for sponsoring New Jersey Chime Time every morning, every hour on the show. All right. We got a lot to get to today. But first, Dan, another. So, day four, freezing cold. Get into the car. A little better this morning than it has been, though. We don't really have yeah. any teens on the temperature map. We're in the 20s. It's frozen. It's frigid. It's February, right? It's February, mm-hmm. right. So you said rain. Now, last night, I was. Uh, I we had three events. I ended up in Bergen County and driving back around. Oh, that must have been a nice long drive. It was a okay. long day yesterday. Monmouth Ocean Bergen. So long night, but on the way, I'm going to say 8 o'clock, I'm in the car heading north. Uh-huh. Spritz. You know, I saw a couple little echoes yeah. on, on radar last night, and I just figured, okay, little flurry, little sprinkle. It wasn't, it wasn't anything that nothing much. You know, a couple road, wipes right? of the windshield yeah, and done, right? Um, but uh, you said rain. Yeah, um, and and there's nothing you know crazy or dramatic. It's yeah. just that you know our, our quiet weather splits, and we've got some raindrops that are going to strike over the next couple of days yeah. here, starting late this afternoon. Uh, tonight we'll see some showers, and then tomorrow it's just going to be a blah kind of day, damp and dreary, just gross. Occasional showers, and actually the forecast has dried out a little bit. It's just a matter of what it's going to look and feel like. It's not going to pour tomorrow. It's just going to be different than the rest of the week. But why rain? I mean, it was it was 24 in my car this morning. Mm-hmm. So it's freezing. Temperatures are going to rise uh, starting tonight. The storm okay. system carries in some warmer air with it. Uh, so there's a limited risk for some wintry mix, as we've been talking about, Got in it. North Jersey this evening. But temperatures are going to stay above freezing for the duration. We'll actually come close to 50 tomorrow. So if we can actually 50. catch some breaks of dry weather mm. and 50 degrees, okay, that's not half bad. I'll take it. Yeah, and then 60s next week. Wow. All right, but <laughs> but winter's not done yet. You know, it's a tough call. Yeah. Um, I think there's still an opportunity uh, once we get through next week, which is going to be unsettled and warm. We cool down again for the 1st of March. The first third of March actually looks pretty good. Yeah. And then we'll see what happens once we get to, like, March 10th. I think there's still an opportunity okay. for something to happen. Uh, you know, we just haven't had that classic, like, nor'easter storm track this right. year. I'm not sure that's in the cards necessarily, right. but there's still opportunity for accumulating snow going I'm forward. looking for one more snowstorm. I think most people are, and, yeah. and absolutely still possible. We still have almost a month of winter to go. Got it. Thank you, Dan. Yep. So, Eric, uh, there's a phone outage this morning yeah. that I heard you talking about. Is it just one carrier? <clears throat> it appears to be AT&T. Um, at least that's the biggest part of it. Some yeah. spotty service now we're seeing is starting to come back in New Jersey. Nothing from AT&T officially yet this morning. Oh, shock. Uh, yeah, it started overnight, and it looked to be nationwide. I mean, if you look at really? with the social media chatter, I mean, it, it was... All up and down the East Coast from Washington, Philly, New York, Boston, Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, San Francisco, Seattle. Yeah, wow. You know, I mean, it, it was... I did not lose service. And now, did you actually have phone service or were you on internet service? Because that's two different things. So, good. that's a good question. I was on the phone probably until 11 o'clock last night. Okay. And then, you It know, looks I'm... like it happened overnight. 
Okay, so maybe I missed it. I was I was texting until eleven, then I went to bed. I got home around ten thirty. Texting till eleven. Went to bed. Got up at three thirty and uh, did not notice anything. But it could have been the overnight. Could have been. Could have. Now I'm I'm on Wi-Fi almost everywhere. Right. So you could make technically you could make a Wi-Fi call. Right. Or if you have like you and I, if we both have AT and T, so we're connected to Wi-Fi. I could text you over right, Wi-Fi. Right. Um, but it, it, the, none of the calls that we were making from the newsroom this morning on AT&T phones would connect. It would really? it would show that you had bars, but if you called, it would just drop. And so that is it beat. resolved? It's not resolved? So it, it looks like there has been some resolution in some areas, but it also may, you know, depend on, it might depend on the device you have. We don't know. I mean, it's, I've written the latest updates at nj1015.com. Um, it's that one article that's there. So as we get new information and new reports, I will continue to update that as we go through this morning. But if you don't have phone service with AT&T, cellular service, um, or cellular texting, uh, that could be the reason why. Yeah, what a pain in the neck. I, I mean, you look for the day where, where you want to put the phone down, but when you need it, right? You, I mean, what do you do without your phone? Right. You're yeah. done. We, yeah, we I, could not do our jobs. No, we rely so much on that technology. And it, it was funny, I had my son was over for dinner on Tuesday and we were having the conversation. And I pointed to this blank plate in the kitchen. And I said, you know, what you don't realize is that we used to have a phone with a cord on it that hung on the wall right there on that plate. Yeah. That's, that's right. That the old days. Yeah. I remember when I was a, a kid and a teenager, and I got my first phone. My my dad put a phone in in the where we had the the kids' bedrooms you know, with okay. my brothers. Yep, and we had a phone in the hallway, and we oh. could all use that phone. Wow. Yeah, I was fancy. Let me tell you. Wow. But it was like you know, and the big deal was when I finally when I was able to buy a cord that was long enough. <laughs> that I could walk the receiver into my room and have a private call. Oh, God, I just aged myself. All right, it's 6.15 on New Jersey 101.5. Question for you. Did you lose cell service? And uh, are you aggravated like I am with these big cell companies? I told you my customer service nightmare earlier in the week. Not going to mention the carrier, although now you know I have AT&T. Anyway, there you go. Um, and uh, how inconvenient, or was it a bit of a blessing? 1-800-283-101.5-616. Fast traffic, instant weather next. Arrow. Six twenty three on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. You know, Eric and I were talking... I'm sure we all remember the phone on the wall. I remember having the conversation with my wife, Jody about getting rid of the phone lines in the house. So our, our, we, we, uh, we've lived in two houses in Princeton. The last house we bought in, um, let's see, November 2016. So it was right after the, the election. We moved, I believe, like the week of Thanksgiving, like that Monday. And... There were phone lines in the house, but we redid, a, uh, you know, parts of we we gutted the kitchen. We did a few things like that, and and we and I said, let's not let's just cover up the phone lines. We don't need them. No reason to have a home phone. 
And that was, it was a big change to go from that, that comfort zone of having a landline in your house to saying, we're just going to rely on cell phones. And it was a change that within about six months, we were used to it. Didn't miss the home phone. Glad I don't have one and never looked back. So my question to you is, do you have a home phone? Who are the holdouts? I remember when we sold my grandparents' house in Sea Isle, we we discovered that two of the phones in the house, they were paying something like $30 a month to lease them from the big phone company. So AT&T was taking a lease payment from my elderly grandparents on a rotary phone that was on the wall in their living room. And I'm like, that is just, it didn't, it, it just didn't sit right. I wonder how many of you, and you ought to check with your elderly, uh, if you've got grandparents or someone else, ask them, ask to see their phone bill. I wonder if that still exists where the, uh, the landline phone is actually on lease. But my question is, when did you get rid of your home phone or are you still a holdout that you've got a phone hanging on your wall? Um, God, I, I mean, anybody under 30, I'm going to say, doesn't know what a rotary phone is. I would say most people under 30 have, there's a good chance they've never seen a payphone. And I mean, I remember having to go to the payphone after a flight landed to call to get a ride, let people know I was there. I mean, that's, you know, that's old school and we're going way back. But I, I don't think I had my first cell phone, I'm going to say uh, 19, maybe 96, 97, something around there. Uh, how about you? When was your first cell phone and when did you get rid of the home phone or are you a holdout? I have no prizes to give away, but I am curious if you have held out and you still have a phone hardwired in your house. 1-800-283-101.5-626. Eric Scott with your news in about four minutes. Six thirty-eight on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. Talk New Jersey. Taking your calls. One 1015 is my number. Question on the table is: Do you have a landline at home? Uh, I uh, we gave it up when we moved, so we have been landline free. Now I'm trying to think. I don't think I had a landline at the house before. Actually, now that I think about it. So it has to be at least 10 years that we haven't had a home phone. How about you? Do you still have one? And when did you give it up? We'll start with Steve on 295. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm doing great. So seriously, you still have a landline? Yeah, and the one, the main reason is uh, when I call 911, I want my address coming up on that screen, not <laughs> within a couple hundred yards or whatever the yeah i don't know what the gps technology has evolved to yet but yeah i used to be a paramedic i was a 911 dispatcher so that kind of sits in my head plus i think it's i don't know more reliable the signal i live in haynesport the signals are good but once in a while they get spotty so i want something a little more solid haynesport is a great town you're about to celebrate your 100th anniversary yep i like it yeah it's great i'll be there I'll be there for that. It's coming up um, 
couple of months. Yeah, yeah. Burlington County is a great part of the state. Haynesport's a great town. Um, you know, it's funny you say that, Steve. When we bought this house, the uh, they told us depending on the carrier for your cell phone will determine which dispatch you go to. So, like, I'm on the border of Princeton and Lawrenceville. So, uh, I think it's if you if you're on Verizon, it'll be Lawrenceville that responds. And AT&T Princeton will respond. So we had a situation where one of the landscapers got hurt. And we had um, somebody called 911 and both towns showed up. <laughs> Can't make it up. Huh. Yeah, how about that? But Great. but it's true. And, and you know, that, that it really is not an exact science with the cell phones. You'd think it would be by now. But uh, all right, that makes sense. Now, what kind of phone do you have? Push button, rotary? What do you got? Uh, push button. I got a cordless, and I got uh, a couple of uh, desk phones. One in the bedroom, one downstairs in my den. Now, is it just for emergency or no? You that's what you use. People still call you. No, people. Well, not a lot. A lot of people call me, but I still use it for outgoing calls because yeah. uh, I like if it's a if I'm going to be put on hold, I like to put the speakerphone on and have my hands free to do other things. Yeah. All right, Steve. We're putting you in the landline column. Thank you, man. Have a great rest of your day. You too, man. All right, thanks. Let's go to Kathy in Basking Ridge. Good morning, Kathy. Another landline user. Yes, good morning, Bill. <laughs> How are you? Uh, I'm actually calling you on my landline right now. I love it. It's why you sound so clear. Yeah, well, well, we've had this phone. It was my parents' phone 55 years. Wow. And, you know, I have a cell phone, which I do use, but I do turn that off because I got people pinging me, you know, midnight, <laughs> one in the morning. But all my family members and relatives know this number. So if anyone has an emergency and were to call me yeah. three in the morning, I get up and pick the phone up and they know I'll be there. And, and you know what? A lot of people don't know the cell phone numbers, but they all have this number memorized. Yeah, it's funny you say that. The old days, right? We all had to memorize our numbers. I mean, I still remember numbers that I've had throughout the years uh, from different houses I lived in. And, and, uh, but cell phones, I, I don't even know my kids' cell phone numbers. Right. Right? Yes. It, it's, you're just, you're just, you call them. It's, it's on the, I mean, now in the car, it's, I can just call Elizabeth and my daughter comes up. So it's, it, it really is amazing where technology's gone. Now, uh, Kathy, 55 year old phone, is it rotary? No push button. No I have kidding. a push button. I have a push button. Push button with a cord. And, there, and you know, every time I get home from work, I mean, I'm with the fire department. We had a training last night. I get home at ten. Yeah. But you have messages on there from like the old timers calling up. Hey, Kathy, how you doing? <laughs> you know, yeah, relative. So I love hearing it. You I know, love I it. Love so wait. So so wait, Kathy. Doctors, I say. I have tests done or anything. Yeah. You get a physical call and leave the message on there. So when I come home, yeah, everything's fine. So do you have like a voicemail machine? Like you have an answering machine? Yes. That's yes. so old school. I love it. Yeah. And it flashes red when you've got a message? Exactly. When you come in. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- wait, tell me, is there a tape or is it uh, electronic? Electronic. All right. All right. So you're that's pretty modern, Kathy. You know I, I love it. I do want to add, I heard you talking about uh, phone booths. Now, yeah. back in the day, yeah. I was in the Marine Corps. Ah, Semper Fi, Kathy. Day, and I drove as a young woman, you know, 18 years old, between my home in Jersey, and I was down in headquarters Marine Corps, Arlington, Virginia. So here I am driving home for the weekends, and the only thing I had to use was a map and phone booths. And it all worked. Phone yeah. booths. And, yeah. we, and we somehow figured it out, right? Yeah. Kathy, when did you get out of Paris Island? 
um, I, I was in the service from 1976 to 80. Wow. God bless you. That's awesome. I was, I was headquarters 314 in Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah. Right. How about I was that? 50, MOS 5811 military police. Oh, that's great. I was uh, fire direction control. Wow. Yeah. What a small world. Kathy, good talking to you. And I will tell you. Every morning. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. You have a great day, Kathy. You too. Take care. All right. It is 644. Yeah, I got time. Let's go to Alex in Pensacola. Another one, landline. Wow, the landline users across Jersey. Who knew? How you doing, Alex? Good. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. Yeah, my parents still have one. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's funny because like how I moved out, they use it for basically their uh, like their internet. I mean, like oh, okay. their internet. Wait, do they have like the old modem where you put the the hand receiver? Yep. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. That's so hardcore. I love, I love it. No, but, I tell my mom, but the thing, the thing is, they don't use it as much. Because my dad's yeah. like, I can't take it anymore. Because all I get is all these spam callers calling me, and I'm like, they just turn the ring. Well, off. that's that's the thing. I mean, are you flooded with with calls from direct marketers? I mean, I can't imagine that. Right, those numbers are everywhere. You know, that like maybe like thirty scammers like in one day trying to ask them like you know all these dumb questions about oh why don't you try it. You know, your so, warranty. So, wait, Alex, when you call mom and dad, are you calling them on the landline? Sometimes. If I can't get through to my dad, if I can't call him, if you don't answer, I'll be like, you know what, I'm going to try to house them. They don't answer the phone from there. Yeah. And sometimes, and I can't hear them sometimes because it's so outdated. So. <laughs> I don't know. Kathy sounded pretty good on the 55-year-old landline phone she was just on. Well, it's a cordless, but like I said, like, I don't know if it's like where we are, like, where they are in Hamilton. So I, like, I have to be honest, Alex. I didn't realize there was still dial-up internet. I mean, do they literally plug the plug it into something? Do they use the receiver? Like, yeah, they have to. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I'm aggravated here constantly, and we've got high-speed internet that is we have, well. I'm going to say we have uh, high-speed that acts like lo- that acts like dial-up here. So I can't imagine having actual dial-up. How slow that must be. Well, it, it, it was very slow because, like, when my parents had, like, before they had that house, my dad grew up in, in that area all his life. It was all woods. Yeah. But now when they knocked it down, they put apartments up, they put houses up, and that was, like, one of the newer houses. So he was like, okay, so but now they have, they have an answer machine. They still have my uncle's voicemail on there when he passed away, like, 15 years ago. No kidding. So I get that. A little bit of sentimental stuff. I, I understand that. Wow. All right, man. Thank you, Alex. Have a great rest of your day. Appreciate you. Debbie, Harry, Evan, hang in there. I'll be right back. 646. We're talking about landlines. Seriously, do you still have a landline? Come on. 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. 646 is the time. Traffic and weather in just a minute. 652 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. Talking about landlines, I got to be honest, I'm not sure how I... Oh, I know how I got on this. AT&T had an outage. I'm not a fan of uh, of the big company uh, at all, as a matter of fact. But uh, I'm a customer, so I guess I reserve the right to complain about their crappy customer service, at least from my perspective. Um, and then the phones go out, I mean, across the country. And I thought, you know who's not affected by that? Landline users. But who the hell still has a landline? So far, everyone that's called has one. How about you? Let's go to Evan in Linwood. Evan, you still have one. 
Hey, Uncle Bill, how's it going? I do still <laughs> have do? one. Tell me. Tell um, me. Is I, it is it like is it on the wall? Is it rotary? Is it portable? What do you have? Well, it's one of the the spin ones where you put your finger in it and you spin it. I'm not quite sure what the terminology is. The that would be the rotary phone. I love it because you're young enough, Evan. That that is like a foreign object to you. I get it. Yeah, it's I've the spin the spin one. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I inherited the house I'm in now from my great grandmother. Wow. She's actually a combat medic in the Cold War. No kidding. And I just haven't. Yeah, I haven't been able to bring myself to remove it. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's not really doing anything. I don't use it really ever, and it's just kind of taking up space. But I, you know, never removed it. So Evan, it, it's like it's one phone. It's one rotary phone that is connect. Is it like in the kitchen, the bedroom? Where is it? It's in the bedroom. It's yeah, the master bedroom. Yeah. And so, do you have a number tied to it? Uh, that's a great question. I've I've actually never used it, not once. Well, wait. When you pick it up, do you get a dial tone? Uh, yes. So there's got to be it. I'm going to tell Evan. Have you ever checked the bill? Because I that when 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 we sold my grandparents' house, we had two phone lines in there. Same one, the rotary phone. One was in the bedroom. One was in the living room. They were on lease to the phone company. Or we had we leased them. So my grandparents every month were paying a lease payment on these two phones. I guess I could potentially still be paying for it and have no idea. <laughs> yeah, you might be. That's so crazy. So you're not getting rid of it because it's sentimental. Correct. Yeah, yeah I get that. I get that. But but you're uh you're not on it now, right? You're on a cell phone now. Yeah, I'm on a cell phone. I'm on my way to work right now. Yeah, do, let me ask you this, does it ring, Evan? Uh, it does, yes. Yeah. Do you answer it? I don't. Never. No, I never usually pick it up for any reason. So you've got this this antiquated rotary phone sitting in your 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 uh, great grandmother's old master bedroom. It rings and you just let it go. That is that is actually interesting. It's like a ghost phone in your house. Sometimes it wakes me up in the middle of the night. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, man. Well, thanks for chiming in. Appreciate it, Evan. Thanks, Dr. Bill. All right, you take care. All right, it's uh, 6.55. So, Bob, Harry, Nicole, Debbie, uh, I will get to you guys all right after the news, which is next with Eric Scott in about four minutes. 709 on New Jersey 101.5. I am Bill Spady. I want to thank Parks Casino and Sportsbook for sponsoring New Jersey Chime Time every morning, every hour on the show. Talking about landlines. You still have one? We gave ours up. I'm trying to think. I think we gave it up in the last house, uh, even before we moved to the new house we're in in, in Princeton in uh, 2016. I, I can't remember the last time I actually had a phone on the wall that worked or on my desk. It's been a long, long time. How about you? You still got a landline or uh, have you finally given it up? We'll start with Debbie in Robbinsville. Debbie, another landline user. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's funny, though. You sound really clear. Are you on it now? Yes, I am. Yeah. I have four phones. No kidding. Yeah. Where, where, now, where are they? Are they strategically placed with long cords so you can get it from anywhere? Um, well, not, not the one in the kitchen. Is that a wall phone? Yeah, it's a wall phone, yeah. and I have a desk phone, and I have two in the bed <laughs> I love bedrooms. It. Yeah. I love it. Separated and, to a cell phone. But let me ask you, Debbie, aren't you flooded with telemarketing calls? Uh, 
Yeah, at times it hasn't been so bad lately, but uh, it picks up every now and then, but I don't answer it. I have caller ID. You do so have caller ID. All right, what about call waiting? Yes. You have that too. I All right, do. now... Now here's the big question: voicemail. Do you have a Do you have a um, a little box? Yeah, that's great. So it blinks when you have a message. Uh. <laughs> now wait is it is your is the voice is it um it does it have a cassette tape in it or is it electronic? Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, I don't have that. Um, if I get a message, they'll just have to leave it on the phone. They leave it on the phone. Yes. So you're not giving... Wait, do you have a cell phone? Um, I do. As a matter of fact, I just upgraded uh, about three months ago because I used to have a flip phone. Oh, I miss the flip phone. Debbie, that's... that's what I don't miss the landline. I miss... I had that StarTAC cell phone, which was the... It was just a plastic flip phone. I loved it. It was... That was great. And then, you know, everything got fancy, and all of a sudden now I'm completely attached to this, you know, the mini computer that I walk around with all day. But, yeah. but I miss the simplicity. Now, is it push button or rotary? Um, my... No, your, your, your house phone. Oh, yeah, it's push button. All right. So, yeah. so we're going to put you in the somewhat modern category. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad I had it because when um, uh, Hurricane Sandy hit, yeah. you know, at the landline. It's a good point. You still had phone service. Yeah, the rest of us were trying to figure out where to charge our phones. I got you. Yeah. All right, Debbie, have a great so, rest of your day. What's that? Dig you have a great show. I listen to you every morning, and I'm digging in with you, Bill. I love it, Debbie. Thank you. You're Keep so digging welcome. in. Thank you. You have take care. All right, you too. Let's go to Harry in Rahway. What's going on, Harry? Morning. Hey, good morning, Governor. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Harry. So what... Uh, you got a landline, huh? Yeah, we do. Well, um, yeah. I uh, Well, it's actually cheaper to have a landline if you have cable because it's part of the triple play because I still have a fax machine. Oh, my and, God. Do you uh, really? Yeah. Well, my wife used to be in real estate. As a matter of fact, she used to work for the Weikert in Normandy Beach, and uh, but she doesn't do that anymore. But she used it for, you know, when she was working. So I kept it, and I have my own business, so I defer a lot of my phone calls to that phone, and yes... I do have an answering machine, but uh, I love it because we have the, the, you know, the portable phones. I bought it. You can buy a set of like four with a base station. You can just you know, put them yeah. all over wherever you want. Harry, where do you buy them now? I mean, I remember going to Radio Shack. Are they still in business? Do they still exist? Yeah, Amazon. Amazon's got everything. Yeah, it's true, right? Yeah, what am I thinking? Yeah, of course. I got a, what, earlier, back in the early 2000s, I bought a brand new computer, and yeah. we didn't have the cable hookup for it yeah, as of yet. So we had dial-up, and there was two numbers you can call. One was local, you didn't get charged for, but that phone number happened to be busy, so my daughter called one out of the area, and I got well, I got a $428 phone bill the next month. Oh. And I'm like, get that phone now! Right. And I'm like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> The one was busy and I need to get online. Was it that important that you needed? I tried to talk to the phone company. Yeah. No way. <laughs> no way they were helpful. Right. That's it. Forget no, it. Forget it. Back in the back in the sixties, our house caught on fire. And we had the usual dial dial phones back then. And I dialed the operator. I couldn't wait for the damn dial to go around so the sheet would connect. Because I wanted to get a hold of them. You know, get a hold of the fire department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, um, funny.
That's funny. That, that man, that's old school. The answering machine is probably the oldest school part of that. I love it. It beeps, and you got to press it. Wait, hey, is it electronic or does it have a tape? No, it's it's electronic. But the reason I like having an answering machine because of my business, people can leave me a message, not tie out my cell phone, which I use for work, and then I could, um, you know, get back to them when I get back because I'm on yeah. the road all day long. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't get I don't get interrupted. Plus, you're not supposed to be on the phone anyway when you're driving. But so they say. So they say. All right, man. Thanks, Harry. Appreciate you. Take care. Dig in, buddy. Bye-bye. All right, we're digging in. Don't worry about that. Angelo, Gary, Bob, I'll be right back. 715, Fast Traffic Instant Will. <music> 722 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. We're talking about landlines. I am, I, I've got to tell you, I'm a little bit shocked at how many people still have a landline. And the ages of the folks on the landlines are from 23 to into your 70s. So it's not just middle-aged, older. It's, I, I, and I got a, uh, I just got a note from uh, my assistant, Sharon, who said, uh, yeah, I've got a landline too. Kathy, the bo- our board op. Just put her hand up. So, yeah, I've got one, too. So here was the note from, um, it was interesting. So Sharon's note, I'm going to read this to you. She kept her landline because on 9-11 with the cell phone signals tied up, she was unable to reach a lot of people till she got home, used her landline, and was able to connect. I, I get it. You had the, the, um, the a caller earlier who said during the hurricane, power's out, but her landline was working. So what about you? Do you have a landline? Did you give it up? I got to tell you, I'm not going back. I'll just rely on the cell service. And when uh, when the service is out, I'll just complain about it. Let's go to Gary in Somerset, another landline user. Uh, hi. How are you, Gary? I have, a, I have uh, one landline, but I have two phones hooked up to it. Got it. I got one downstairs, and, and the, the wiring and everything was here when I moved in about 25 years ago. Yeah, so you kept it. I, I kept it, and I've always had one. <clears throat> but I'll tell you another thing. Then I have the, the uh, there's one more up in my bedroom, okay? yeah, uh, second floor. And um, about thirty or thirty-five years ago, I was living just outside of Philadelphia. Yeah, and I went to a yard sale or an estate sale or whatever it was. And uh, I was walking through the house, and I saw on the wall this telephone, and it was made out of wood. It's a, like a wooden box. Yeah got the rotary part to it <laughs> i love it i love the rotary it looked, phone it looked great so i had to i think i bought, bought it for about 20 bucks <laughs> so uh i brought it up here when i moved up here to somerset and i put it in my bedroom and it still works and um yeah how old do you think the phone is gary oh god probably about 50 years old or so. think about how amazing that is a phone made of wood more than 50 years old and I can't get these stupid cell phones to last more than two years. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, it, you know, if I'm upstairs in my bedroom sleeping and I get a phone call, it's right there. Yep. But uh, when my daughter and my granddaughter come to visit me, <clears throat> my granddaughter is about, uh, how old is she, about 10. She loves to go upstairs to my bedroom there. And she'll take her mom's cell phone with her. And then as we're sitting there... She'll call my landlord. 
you. And so I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up there uh, in my bedroom, and I, I'll we'll talk to each other on the phone. That's cute. She on her cell phone, and I on. Yeah, that's great. What's her first name? Ella. Ella. It's a nice name. Gary, you sound like a happy man who's lived a good life. I, I love it. I, I love it. And I love the uh, I love the wooden phone. I think that's fantastic. I, my grandmother had, it was, it, it was like, I don't know what it was. It was porcelain or it was like this fancy old style phone that, that I mean, I don't know. I wish I had kept it because I'll bet you it's worth something on eBay today. Yeah. yeah. Should have thought of that then. All right, Gary, got to jump. Good to talk to you. Have a great rest of your day. Bob, we'll get to you first after the news, which is coming up in about four minutes at 726. 738 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. Eric, are you surprised with the number of people who still have a landline? I am a little surprised by that. Shocked. I, I thought people would say... No, what are you talking about? Um, we gave it up years ago. I mean, I haven't had a landline in more than 10 years. I had a landline, but I didn't have any phones connected to it. Um, and I kept Oh, because you had like the triple play with... Uh, yeah, and I kept I did it too. originally for um, my alarm system. But then, you know, they installed the cellular you know, connection to the alarm, so I, I didn't need it anymore. But what was weird about it... And the only reason anybody would ever call the landline is if it was a telemarketer. So right. before we cut the cord and got rid of the cable provider, we are sitting there watching you know, TV or something at night, and you'd see the caller ID flash up on the screen because uh. I was getting a phone call. But even if I wanted to answer it, I had no way to answer it. Couldn't answer it because there was no phone. Because there was no phone. That's funny. I, I remember the... Uh yeah, I remember that service. It was aggravating that you could only get the triple play or right. whatever it was called. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Right. Yep. And and uh, and I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to pay for the phone. I'm not going to use it. And if I remember correctly, when we moved to Princeton from Warren County, I'm pretty sure we uh, we because we had done some remodeling in that house, you know, painting and plaster yep, and just yep. fixing the walls. I'm pretty sure we. Um, we went over all of the all of the outlets. It took. I'm pretty sure I took all the covers off and sealed those holes up. I I think the only one ask Jody, I don't remember that now. I'm aware of that we still have was in the kitchen. And the only reason I kept it in the kitchen was because I wanted because the wiring is still in there. Yeah, I wanted to preserve the wire path so I could bring hardwired internet into the kitchen. For some of our devices. Oh, that's smart. Okay, it, you know, so it's I. I kept a couple right. of them. The one when we remodeled the upstairs, I know we got rid of the one in the bedroom. I'm pretty sure we got rid of the ones in the kids' rooms. Now you got to go look. You're gonna, <laughs> yeah, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna go take. But I do know that I still have it in the kitchen because I have a blank plate on it. Yeah, and then there's usually something that's like hung over it, so you can't even see it. But it it is still there, and there is one still. So wait, the plate, like the decorative plate. Yes. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and then we have um, that was a thing that we had growing up. My oh, yeah. my, I remember. I don't know where they were. There was a collection. There were these blue plates. Oh yeah. God, yeah. I wonder what they're worth today. My mother had them. I mean, all around. We had like a. It was a higher ceiling in the kitchen in the house I grew up with. And it was like a little bump out. I don't know. It must have been for the vent for the stoves or something. The way yeah, it was. Yeah. The, the, but it was designed like around the perimeter of the kitchen. And it 
was all the plates all the way around, like these these bright blue plates. I don't know what they were. Now, that thing that you had in the dining room that kept all your dishes and everything in it, what did you call that? Oh, uh, oh, help me. Now I call it a cabinet because I can't remember. It had a name, though. Uh, ours, my mom what? always called it a hutch. An armoire, I think we go. No, a hutch. No, but there's another name. Oh, now I got. Now you got me thinking. Because we had those. Yep. Do you know I still have one in my basement that we moved out of my mother-in-law's house when she came to live with us, and she's like, "I'm I'm saving this one piece of furniture for Elizabeth when she finally moves back to uh, to the states." It's a beautiful piece. We still have, but one. I have nothing yeah. to put in it. Well, we we still have it in the dining room because it has like all of the hutch. Sandwich. That is what. Yeah, I yeah, think that's hutch, what she called right? it. Yeah, it's, but I I've said that a couple of times because we have Sandra's old. I don't know what she calls it. I call it the old cabinet, right? But it yeah. has the glass doors and everything. Yeah, yeah it's, it. we, it's the same so, thing. Yeah. It, so it has all our crystal in it, and it has you know some tchotchkes from family and stuff like that. I still call it a hutch. And the first time I did that, she was like, what, it, what is that? What, <laughs> what does she call it? I don't know. I don't remember what she calls it. But it is definitely not a hutch. But that. But was are always... you using the plates in there, or are they like your fancy plates that you never use? Um, no, we do use them. So I keep a lot of my catering stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, um, You know, a lot of the linens are in there. I mean, there's some things in there that, you know, that are just keepsakes and, you know, heirlooms from family. Yeah. Um, but do you have, like, china? Did you have china from your, your, uh, your first wedding? Uh, no, because that was not even, that wasn't even on the list. Um, I mean, the, everything that I have is practical. Yeah. Um, now Sandra has some, some very nice pieces that are from her mother and we actually started using them as dinner service again. So if we yeah. have family over for a, a Thanksgiving or Easter or whatever, we use it because what's the point of having it if you're not going to so, use it? So funny you say that. So we have wedding mm -hmm. China mm -hmm. and it's nice. It's Lennox. I mean, Lennox used to be right here. Yes. In, uh, yep. I, I don't. Did they close? Did they move? I don't know. They're not there anymore. Yeah. But but um, it's really nice stuff. But it's not overly fancy. It's right. it's so we use it. We, we you know we we have we actually have the coffee cups uh, in our regular cabinet. So we'll, we'll when we serve coffee sometimes for dinner guests, it'll come out in the china coffee cups. They're nice. But they're not, you know, what am I doing? I'm saving them for what? Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to look at them. I mean, I have stuff in that cabinet, like my mom's um, antique Hummel figurines. Yeah. You know, there's stuff like my dad's. Uh, my also. grandmother had, I'm going to say, hundreds of things. Like, we called them the knickknacks. Yeah. Yep, and we had the yep. knickknack shelf. The knickknacks go in the hutch. The knickknacks <laughs> go in the hutch. There you go. But, but I'm thinking to myself, where is all that stuff now? Everyone's gone, you know, and and I'm like, where, where did it go? Did someone inherit it? Did it go somewhere that I'm not aware of? Maybe the family took it all, and the, they're all selling, they're hocking it on eBay right now, right. yeah, right. And I was just left out of the loop. I That's think some of the Hummel things that we have are worth some money. Oh, um, there's a, have you priced them on eBay? I looked at a couple. You see of them. what people pay for yeah. absolute crap. It's, Can you imagine these, something actually worth it? Yeah, I, I mean, we still have. I still have some china that are like from grandmother, great-grandmother, like right from Germany um, that I don't think are worth anything, but they're worth something to me, right? Is it, yeah. know, somebody else is going to walk in there and they're going, I don't know what that is. I, I, um, I'm laughing at myself because I'm thinking all this, I'm saying this now, I'm 54 and I'm, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what happened to that old crap. What will happen is when I finally leave this earth, 
my kids are going to discover, or the grandkids will discover, the uh, uh, our storage area in oh, the basement. Boy. Yeah, and I wonder what's in some of those bins because yeah. we've moved four or five times, and I remember when we moved the last time, we found newspaper wrapping from like nineteen ninety. Five. Oh, I believe it. I still have boxes <laughs> in my basement that are from three or four moves ago. I don't know what's in them. And that just every time I move, they move get the moved. You move the bin. That's exactly it. I'm paying guys to move the bin. If I would just open the bin and see what's in it. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. It's 745. I'm talking about landlines, hutches, and China. What's the old crap lying around your house? And have you ever sold any of it online? 1-800-283-101.5. And uh, special prize to those of you who still have a rotary phone. Do we still have anybody that does? I have no prize to offer you, but you'll get an attaboy. 746, Fast Traffic Instant Weather. Arrow. Seven fifty-two on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you until ten o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls one 1015 So talking about landlines and uh, and hutches. What old stuff do you have in your house? Let's go to Rodney in Brick. Morning, Rodney. Hey guys. Good morning. Morning. So uh, a curio cabinet. Ah, that's the word I was looking for. Yes. I heard you. I heard you, and I'm thinking, if I could just text it over to him real quick, the curio cabinet. I remember. We had, I'm thinking that I still have one of the old ones from the house I grew up in, in our basement somewhere. They were like, I remember my, my mother was so proud of them. There were these, these like, and, and now I think about the colors today, like it wouldn't match anybody's house, right? Because nobody escaped the 70s, right? Yeah. The curio yeah. cabinet. Do you have one? The curio cabinet. Uh, not anymore. You know what? I think they were the glass ones that went in the corners. Yeah. yeah. And then they had the lights in there and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Exactly. They had the glass shelves, glass shelves, glass door, and, like, you put the stuff you would never actually use. Yes, and Mom said, don't ever go in it. You never could. You couldn't touch it. Exactly. Oh, my God, Rodney. There you go. You hit the nail on the head, man. Hey have a great rest of your day. Hey. Take care, Rodney. Let's go to Linda on the Parkway. Good morning, Linda. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. And Rodney stole my thunder. Yes, it's a curio or a break front. Wait, a break front? It also could be called a break front. No kidding. I've never heard that. So that so specifically, it's the cabinet that has the, the uh, glass shelves and the glass door, right? Yep. Yeah, do you have one? Exactly, and for those. Not anymore. For those of us who grew up with one, it was painful because we always got the, the wonderful task of having to dust it. I was just going to say, you got to clean those things there. And, and when, you, when the light comes on, you see all the spots you missed. Exactly. Yeah, I, was, I, I did not have that chore as a kid, only because I don't think my mother trusted me that I wouldn't have uh, broken shelves or plates or anything else. I was not exactly, uh, let's just say I was slightly clumsy as a young kid. So I, I got out of that chore for sure. Linda, thanks. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you, guys. Take care. All right, Debbie, John, Bob, I'll be right back. Curio cabinets, hutches. And landlines, what do you have in your house? 1-800-283-101.5, 755, Eric Scott with your news in just four and a half minutes. 
It's 810 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. And I'm with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey. Taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So it's amazing how a conversation will turn and add things in. I, and, and what I'm thinking about is a little bit of nostalgia. Not just the landlines. Like if somebody still has a landline and a rotary phone. But the uh, the curio cabinet. I mean, China. Who does that now? It was funny. I asked my daughter, I'm like, are you going to have wedding China? And she's like, no, what? Like, it wasn't even a thought. And I thought, that's so interesting. And I I think that has, that's changed. Uh, You know, you go back 10 years, I I would say, I I don't know. I wonder if, maybe that's another question I should ask. If If you've recently gotten married, did you go for the China or no? Let's start with Bob in Milltown. Bob, you're a landline guy. I'm a landline guy. Yes, sir. <laughs> Where's the phone? The phone is in the kitchen. All right. Is that the only landline you have? No, I got three other ones, one in the living room and two in the bedrooms. And are, now, do, do you use these phones and you don't have a cell phone? How's this work? Absolutely. I love it. I love it, man. Yeah, rotary or not? I have a, I have a rotary. Hey, the- I love it. Which has a long cord on it. Yep. And we use that. My wife gets mad at me because when we get a phone call, we can see who's calling on the TV in the kitchen. Eric was saying that. That's uh, that's the same thing, right? It's with your cable company. Yeah, and sometimes she'll just answer it, and they'll want somebody to press one or press two or press three, and she has to run into the living room to get the push-button phone. <laughs> <laughs> that you know what that's actually funny i i i didn't consider that change in technology where you're but they do tell you you can voice it on yeah, some well, of them I, <laughs> she just gets mad that's funny I, i've had that phone for a long time yeah we did our we did our kitchen over twice and the second time we did it she wanted to get rid of that phone i said that phone is staying <laughs> <laughs> that's it i, I, I love it bob it everything and it's it's good as new you know it's it is true though that they don't build things the way they used to right everything is disposable today my cell phone this stupid thing that that you have you know 100 payments over over time and by the time you're done paying it off you got to buy a new one right yeah and and they don't last they don't last they're crap and you know these old things the, the the rotary phones the curio cabinets i mean they these were things built to last which is why they're still around Bob, thanks for calling. Have an awesome rest of your day. Let's go to Brenda in Sakasana. Hey, yes. Brenda. Good morning. Morning. Bill, yes, I have to tell you, I'm speaking with you on my landline that I've had for like 30 years. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, it's, uh, I can take it from room to room. I've got two other remotes. <clears throat> and in 1973, when I moved in my brand new house in Sakasana, a following year we could afford to buy new furniture. We ran out. And in North Jersey, we call it a break front. It's eight feet tall, six feet wide, with all of the glass shelves in it. And underneath is all of the china and the Lennox ware and all the antique aperitif glasses. And we bought a uh, huge uh, table with eight padded chairs and a buffet that sits on the other side of the room. And when my father would come up from Florida every year, and he would say, oh, my God, this is 
this room is too small for all this humongous <laughs> furniture. <laughs> and that's all I heard. <laughs> you know, but Brenda. It's been handy over the year because I can get 12 people around this table very comfortably. I, I love that. I, I think a big dining room table. We did that for our kitchen seating when we bought this house. The uh, the last owners um, had had a uh, like a, a flow through from the kitchen to this family room. And Jody and I looked at it and we're like, that should not be a family room. That should be the dining room. The dining so we, room. we actually converted the family room into a dining room. So now it's kitchen, island, and seating. And it's fantastic. I mean, we've had... We've had you know twelve, thirteen, fourteen people, um, you know, between the island and the and the uh, thing, and everybody's in the same room, and I I love it. But I don't have any of the old furniture. My parents had it. We had the buffet, we had the the china cabinet, the whole thing. But I have to tell you, Brenda, I will bet that stuff is worth a lot. This is still pristine from yeah. nineteen seventy four. I love it. Awesome. And I belong to your common sense club, and you and I, you took a picture with me um, at the Morris at Springbrook Country Club too. Just wanted you to know. Well, thank you for telling me that, Brenda. I hope you... Oh, Springbrook, was that uh, the Women for Common Sense event? the Women for Common yeah. Sense. Yeah. Well, look, we're coming back. I'm going to have one in Bergen, and we're working on our next one in Monmouth soon, and we will certainly be back in Morris. So stay tuned, and thanks for supporting the cause. You take care, Brenda. Thank you, Bill. Bye now. Uh, John, I'll get to you on the other side of Traffic and Weather coming up next. 822 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. Before I get back to uh, the landlines, the curio cabinets, and uh, I want to bring in a new idea from our board op, Kathy. Um, Waterbeds. Who still has a waterbed? I mean, I I don't even know if that exists anymore. Um, And uh, if you heard the... uh, the on-air sneezing that went over the airwaves during traffic and weather. As you know, Eric Scott and I have an over-under bet for the first quarter of this year based on uh, Kathy, our board up sneezes. And uh, we set the over-under at six. And right now, uh, with this latest bout of sneezing, she, uh, she hit seven. So that goes in my column. So I am now up three to two over Eric Scott. So we, uh, of course, our, our uh, typical bet, bottle of bourbon. Um, before I get back to uh, all of that, I wanted to address something with you directly. And it, recently, I've been receiving a ton of notes and calls. I mean, honestly, all morning, I've been getting uh, texts and direct messages about some attacks that were directed at me. And I thought, you know what? Instead of answering everybody directly, why don't I just address this on the air? As you know, it's been a really busy week for the Common Sense Movement, Burlington, Mercer, Ocean Monmouth, Morris, Hunterdon, Bergen County, all on the event list. And we've added hundreds of new members literally just in the past couple of days. Thousands of dollars come in every few hours. Yeah, it's exciting. It's positive. It's productive. We're helping small businesses, first responders, families, candidates across the state. But, of course, no good deed goes unpunished. Yesterday, we learned that there is a new super PAC that was started by some Republican insiders, some haters, and has-beens. The sole purpose of the new dark money pack, attacking me. That's right. They've got a new attack that has come out. And this is just a few months after we know super rich, incompetent chairman of the New Jersey Republican Party spent $400,000 on another political insider group who spent the money on. Yep, you guessed it. Attacking me this time in the weeks leading up to the last legislative election. So imagine if these insiders just spent their money building the Republican Party, organizing vote by mail, empowering local candidates, 
and getting out the message. Yeah, imagine. Well, it's no wonder to me why the state GOP keeps losing. Guys, you know, my mission, very simple. Spread the word on common sense policies that if we implement, we can turn New Jersey around. We've got so many issues in New Jersey that both sides of the political aisle failed to address. If we're going to turn the state around, make our neighborhoods safer, protect our parents and kids, make life more affordable, the Republican Party needs stronger, smarter, principled, and committed leaders to public service. The last nominee for governor got beat because he failed to embrace the issues that were driving the conversation in this state. He literally turned on his own party, bashed President Trump, called him a charlatan, said he wouldn't vote for him, and then he supported Democratic issues like licenses for illegals. But, you know, Jack is not going to let the past support for Democratic issues and talking points stand in the way of his third run. Then there's personal injury attorney and state senator John Bramnick. He's been the Republican legislative leader, and he was the one that decided it was okay to party with the Murphys and ignore the fact that the rest of the state was suffering from Murphy's lockdowns and mandates. And worse, he openly supported and then voted for Murphy's Attorney General Matt Placken. Yep, same AG who went after school districts to stop parents from being informed about their own kids struggling with gender identity. Imagine a Republican supporting a government assault on parental rights. Look, guys, the people behind this super PAC dark money group are attacking me because they are truly afraid of you. You are the ones who power this show. You're the ones who power this movement. Your calls, your anger, your suggestions, your ideas, and most of all, your passion. You are the power, not me. Honestly, I'm along for the ride. I'm here to help. But this is your movement. So this attack, honestly, it's not an attack on me. It's an attack on you. And most of all, it's an attack on what you represent. Because you're not just listeners. You are leaders of a very important and special movement. And this movement scares the hell out of these guys running for governor and the big super PAC dark money groups that support them. They attack me because they want to stop you. Of course, you got to laugh. The people behind it are spending this money. They all claim to be supporters of Donald Trump. But when you look behind the, the curtain, these are the guys that refuse to endorse Donald Trump. They just did it at the Morris County Republican Nominating Convention, refusing to put Trump on the convention ballot. They attacked me to silence you, and we are not going to let them silence you. Don't worry. We're growing too fast for them to catch up. And we've got a movement too strong for them to stop. We're going to end sanctuary policies together that have crushed our budget, crushed our local infrastructure, and done at the expense of average Americans. Together, we're going to end the bail reform system that has made our streets less safe. Together, we're going to stop the Trenton government from suing school districts. And we're going to empower parents to have a say in their kids' lives. Together, we're going to rebuild our small business economy, empower farmers, truck drivers, cops, nurses, teachers, retailers, and everyone working hard to stay in New Jersey. Guys, I am with you. And my question to you is, are you digging in with me? 828, Eric Scott with the news next. It's 838 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. We did at 10 o'clock this morning, talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. Um, so let's get back to uh, whether you have a landline, curio cabinet, a hutch, Eric, as you say. Curio cabinet. Was that Curio cabinet. That was the other. Uh, that was So it's a hutch, china cabinet, curio cabinet. I think, Those are that's, all I think that's what Sandra calls I it. I think the curio. Curio. Is a taller one. I don't know if the wide. I think the wide one is China. All right, so maybe she calls it a China cabinet. See, I don't know either. But I, I, I my phone blew up. I, 
<laughs> I'm getting texts about curio cabinets and china cabinets. It is true because we, you have these things in your life and you forget about it. Right. Until someone reminds you or, you know, in many cases, you, you know, you've got an elderly relative that passes and, you know, I've, I've done the clean out where you're like, oh, let's, let's uncover this. Oh, wow, this hasn't been dusted in six years. I've gone through with both of my boys. Tough, um, right? And said, listen, this is why we have this. So right. what, you know, it, it's, yes, I understand this looks like a wooden elephant who is missing an ear, but this is a German handcrafted wooden toy from your great grandfather. Yeah, very That's cool. why it's in the hutch. Right. So leave it in the hutch. So leave it in the hutch. Yeah. So when and dad's gone, right, it's, leave the hutch alone. Yeah. And it's so you, but if something happens, understand it's here because it's part of your heritage. It's part of your family. It's an heirloom. Yes. It's a piece of crap. I get it. You know, but. <laughs> right. And if you and after I'm gone, I don't care if you throw it out. But yeah. for me, that's why it's. There. I I have told the kids I'm like the reason I'm not cleaning out that storage cabinet is because I will throw half of it away. I know. And in you know, twenty years, thirty years, however long I've got on this planet, the when I'm gone, if it's still there, there's stuff that might be worth something. I don't know why. Maybe. But I mean, I th you think about it, like, uh, you know, a, a new we saved all the newspapers from when our kids were born. So I still have that. So now you think about, you know, it, it will, was there any news value then from the New York Times or the Washington Post or whatever it was that we saved that uh, in, in 40 or 50 years, that clipping could be worth something? Who knows? It, I, I would suspect, you know, my great-grandfather's pocket watch, you know, from when he something. worked on a railroad a is probably worth card. something. Or a baseball card God, or I, a what, whatever, yeah. I had this gray metal, I think it was an ammo box that my dad gave me for... Could be. I had a couple of those, yeah, right? For, yeah, for baseball cards. Yeah. Yep. What happened to it? Because it, it was perfect. You're talking about the tall, skinny one, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. baseball cards fit perfectly in there. Yes. Where is it? I don't know. It's I don't gone. Know. I mean, I, I, you know, and, and when we first got married, Jody and I were living in D.C. So we had this small apartment. So all the stuff stayed at my parents' house. And then, boom, home sold, home sold, home sold, gone. Yeah. And now what do you do? Yeah, all so, my stuff from a kid is gone. My, my dad was not a pack rat. All gone. Yeah, all gone. I know. So that's why I've told him. I said, don't, I'm not leaving you a chore. Yeah. I may be leaving you a gift. I don't know. Right. I could be leaving you a bunch of crap. We won't, we won't know. Right. And at, at that point, you know, it's because you and I talked about this once before, right? How many generations before nothing but a faded photograph in an album? Yeah. Before that's the only thing left. Right. Yeah, it's wild, right? All right. Let's go to Michael in East Brunswick. What's going on, Michael? Hey, hey good morning, Bill. I was calling in regards to the Common Sense Club. I didn't know we were still on Curio. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. It is, go ahead. It is Curio Cabinet, by the way, in my opinion. Isn't that funny? I, I couldn't think of the word. So, thankfully, I've got a lot of friends that are eager to jump in when uh, when I don't know what the word is. Love it. But go ahead. What do you want to say? I, I'm digging into Jersey. Awesome. Digging into the Common Sense Club. I love supporting local politicians like Dan Francisco, councilman in English Town. Yeah, I know Dan. Of English Town. Yeah, Dan's a great guy. He's bringing a lot of good jobs into English town. And Dan's a good guy. He's a fighter. Yeah, he's suing Matt Plackett. Yep. He's standing up for gun rights. It's, Can you believe, Michael, that you've got a Republican candidate for governor that supports Matt Plackett, the attorney general that went after parents and kids? It's, it's amazing to me. I, I just everybody has to just dig in, support their local politicians, get the swamp out. 
yeah. uh, Matt Plackens, and we just need to take the state back. And I know that you can do that. Thank you, Michael. We are we are working hard to get there. And you know what I had said earlier. I mean, we're literally raising thousands of dollars, low dollar donors. Uh, in in just a matter of hours, you know, we had a meeting the other day. It was funny. We're, we met with one of our uh, finance teams, and uh, it, during the meeting, uh, one of our our guys, Tom, he's like, "Hold on a minute." Somebody asked how the low dollar stuff is going. He said, "Well, let me just tell you, we've been sitting here for ninety minutes, and the last ninety minutes, seven thousand dollars came in the door, and and the reason for that, and it's it's eleven dollars a clip." And that tells me that average people are sick and tired of the crap going on in the state. They want to change. They want to fight back. And all they've wanted all along was just someone to lead the way because yep. the average person doesn't have time. You got a, you got a job to do. Sometimes you got three jobs to afford this state. Well, continue to fight for us, Bill. I'd rather support you through $11 than Steve Sweeney's war chest of millions or anything equivalent. And just keep fighting for the people. You're a good shepherd for us. And you need to save New Jersey. And I know you can. Thank you, Michael. Nice words. Appreciate you. Have a great rest of your day. All right, man. Thank you. It's nice of him to say. Uh, Stay tuned. We we will certainly let you know as things develop over the course of the next few months. But uh, no doubt about it. You know, we've got a fight on our hands to save this state. But let's take a mental break from that and uh, get back to landlines, curio cabinets, and waterbeds. Seriously, did you have a waterbed? I was grossed out by the waterbeds. I thought it was weird. It was motion sick. Friends of ours had them, and I just thought it was, I don't know. I never thought it was a good idea. And uh, But my question to you is, what, what relic have you held on to? 1-800-283-101.5. John, I'll get to you first on the other side of traffic and weather. Next, 845. on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadius. Talking about um, some of the old stuff you you uncover and maybe you still have. I cannot believe how many people this morning still have a rotary phone in their house. Let's go to John in Bloomfield. You're another landline guy, John. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in our kitchen. We have like the 12-foot cord. It's the slim line where it has the little cylinders for the numbers very nice very nice classy but i still i still have the bag phones and i have the um i guess the radio shack recorder with the cassettes in it when you when you yeah 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 wait you mean for your voicemail like the the answer machine no no from back in the day when that was the original way to record oh my god like super old school what do you you're like a radio shack museum Oh, yeah, I got, like, you've got to hear the conversations that I have on cassette. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> Unbelievable. But, anyway, but seriously, though, John, are, are you still, oh, thank you very much, John. Appreciate that. Are you, let me ask you, though, are you still using the, like, the, the, uh, the phone line? I mean, do people call you at home? Do you have your home number out there? Oh, no, no. Melody has a heart attack every time that thing rings. So she just disconnected the plug from the wall. But it's there. It's active. That's so funny. I mean, look, yeah. it's not a terrible idea to have a landline to connect to 911 if there's an emergency. Right? You lose power. Exactly. You know, your phone works. Yeah, exactly. It's a good backup. But, what, John, what do you do with the cassette recorders? Like, you've got, like, are you actively using them or is it just nostalgia? No, 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 no. It's like nostalgia. Every now and then it's like, yeah, you want to hear Ronnie Rice or you want to hear this one? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Popping the cassette. Because somebody would be like, yeah, you don't know anybody. You'll listen to this. 
you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, you mentioned my daughter's wedding, and thank you for the the, the, um, the well wishes. But you know, it was one of the questions that I asked her. I'm like, well, so you're going to get a china set? They're like, no, 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 Dad, come on. Like it's all the old school stuff. I, I watched this as as it was such an intimate, nice, exciting, awesome affair. I mean, 88 people, very small affair. And everybody there, we wanted there. You know what I mean? It was one of those, uh, it was just a great way to do it. But I, I thought it is it is very modern. I mean, it was, you know, in a sense, I mean, destination. They got married in Catholic Church uh, down the street from the hotel in um, in Manchester. But there was, there, was, there was a little bit of that old school with the church and the rehearsal and all this. But then the the modern stuff is they don't have all the same things. I mean, our, I think back to the practical stuff on our registry. And it yeah, was no China closet, no China closet. Yeah, not, none of that stuff. Exactly. I mean, I guess it's different for my kids because she lives in London. So we weren't going to buy her bulky things to, to ship over there. But I wonder if anybody else has. Uh, I, and I know they do. We all have the, the relics. I used to have that big tape recorder with the big fat buttons. Right. The red oh, yeah. one for record. Yeah. Chat. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right, John. All right, listen, we got to do our challenge. We got to finish our challenge for the Beal on the Bone. Yes, I know. I, it's coming. And um, maybe next month when things lighten up. All right. Because there's nothing bad. like, man, that, see, all you had to do, John, was say that. And now I'm thinking about the veal chop parm on the bone at Chef Volas. That's what just no, happened. No, 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 no. Yeah, but we remember it's Highland Pavilion in West Orange. I know, I know, but I just that's the image that popped in my head when you you said bone in and boom. All right, Highland, it's on my list, John. And if I don't remember, call me back in three weeks, and we'll uh, we'll make it happen. Well, if you don't finish it, because that's the challenge. <laughs> I, if you don't finish it, um, I, I figure this: if I win yeah. and you can't finish it, yeah. I will get you that Miley coffee machine that you keep. <laughs> I love if it. If you lose, you have me a bottle of bourbon. There you go. That that is fair. All right, so you're betting against me. You don't think I'm going to finish it? I love a challenge. I know you're not. I can't. I can't. All right, we'll I see. Finish it and we're the same size. How many ounces is it? Oh, I, I think it's like six, seven ounces. You, you'll see when you get there. Like I said, you're just going to look at it and say. I owe this guy a bottle of bourbon. I will be all right. Look at yeah, I'm look I'm looking at God. They got a great. They have a great menu. This place. All right. I don't oh, want to yeah, be distracted by deal. food. I, I. It's too easy. It's such a distraction for me. All right, John. I'm I'm there. High Lawn Pavilion. I'm on it. Thank you, man. Good to all talk right, to you. Cool. Take care, John. All right. Have a good rest of your day, Chrissy Roseanne. I'll go in order after the news. Coming up in three minutes. 909 on New Jersey 101.5. I am Bill Spadia. Eric, I am looking at my phone is at SOS. Oh, that's what it was doing overnight. That's what happened so, when AT&T was glitchy. So that's interesting. So I, I was just writing an update to the story that it looked like things started coming back online around 6 a.m., but it, we're still seeing a lot of reports of it being glitched. So on social media, that's what a lot of people reported happened is that their phone dropped into SOS mode. Not that's all where, of them. That's where I am now. But some. Now, our Wi-Fi is back on. That was just a town square issue, not yeah. AT&T. Uh, it is back on, though. Um, so what do you do with that? So what is it? So SOS, does that mean I can make an emergency call? In theory, but it depends on how bad the, the outage is. So in right. theory, you should be able to make an emergency call. Yeah. But if the network is down, I don't know that that will work. 
Do we know what happened? No. And I, have been... to, I, I gotta be honest, I was half listening this morning about the whole thing being down. Yeah. Because my phone was working. Right. Right. So you didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care. And now I'm like, damn it. <laughs> like now, now I'm caught up in it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Now I've been updating the story at nj1015.com all morning, and there's been nothing um, official from ATT. They have been responding to some customer complaints on X. Um, formerly Twitter, but uh, really, we don't know. I mean, but it was at one point this morning, there was virtually nowhere in the country that didn't have an outage dot um, on, you know, some of these independent websites that track these things. So I can't, so I guess I can't send a text, right? That's it. Just, it's only Wi-Fi, which incidentally is not working very well. So whoever's in charge of the Wi-Fi here, let me just throw out a suggestion. Um, Let's upgrade it. I say we invest the money and we upgrade it. Invest what now? <laughs> Can you? I mean, literally, I've been trying to send this audio file and it's been stuck on blue. Yeah. Like it just, you know, I, I, we, Kristen and I could airdrop, but, but I, can't, I can't send anything. I don't understand why that is. I reset my phone, but then it went to SOS and so now I'm done. Yeah, that was, that was one of the, not, not oh, everybody so had that happen. So, for example, I didn't get knocked into SOS mode this morning. And it showed that I had service bars, but when I tried to place a call, it just dropped with that three-tone yeah. beep, where it goes beep, 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 and it just drops out. So all of you who are expecting a call from me, uh, as soon as I got into the car at 10.01, you will not be getting a call from me um, because I my phone is not working. So you can uh, call AT&T Customer Service at 611 and let them know. I wonder if those calls are working. Not that you get anywhere when you call customer service. I just want to say that I think you and I have a remarkable opportunity that only happens once in a great while. What is that? We have the opportunity to go dark today. Yes. Shut our phones off. I know. And when somebody says, hey, I thought you were going to call me or I thought we were doing that. Oh, sorry. AT&T. AT&T was out. AT&T. Blame it on AT&T. Yeah, go home, calls have a you... glass of bourbon, take a nap. It's not a bad idea. Right. It is not a bad idea at all. I was going to call you. I just, I don't have a landline and my cell phone was what out. What can I do? What can so I do? So I went to the bourbon in the recliner and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of bourbon, um, I, uh, you know, as we have our standing bet, I am down two bottles. Yes. But I had a, a big victory this morning over uh, Kathy, our board ops, sneezing. You would walk out of the room. She started sneezing. I called over. And uh, we hit seven, so our our number is six. So now, okay. So here's what I'm thinking: that at the end of this quarter, this is a quarterly bet, and I'm winning right now three to two. But you know, it's a, we still got a lot of time left, a lot of lot of runway in front of us. Um, that if you win, I will deliver three bottles of bourbon. If I win, it's wait a minute. If I win, you owe me one, so it's only two. No, one. One. Yeah, one right. Because it's you're you're down two right I'm now. Down two. Yeah. If you if lose, I win, you'd I'm be down, down three. If you win, yeah. All right. Because the two will cancel each other out, and then you're down to one. Now, if I take your advice from earlier to just get you one of the winnings now, right? Because I'm going to owe at least one, right? Then if I win, we're even. Correct. Right. Yeah. If I lose, I got to buy another one, or another two. I think you just. Buy yourself a case and just dole them out. You know, <laughs> I did. You heard that John called, and I forgot. I made a bet <laughs> with John, our caller from Bloomfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said I could not finish the High Lawn um, Bone In. What was it? The Bone In Veal. I forget. 
It's not, but I don't see. Oh yeah, there it is. They've got a bone-in ribeye. Oh. Wow, seventy-nine dollars. Come on. If you eat it all, do you get it free? Well, it's. Oh, that's an interesting. No, probably not. Okay. It, it's it's eighteen ounces. I could absolutely. Ounces. I could eat eighteen ounces. I'd even venture a guess saying I could eat eighteen ounces. I'm going to say I could eat the eighteen ounces and. I'm going to have the bread to start. <laughs> I'm doubling down, John. That's it. All right. It's 9.15. Chrissy, Frank, Roseanne. I'll be right back talking about what old stuff do you have? Is it the landline, the waterbed, the curio cabinet, wedding china? 9.15. Fast traffic instant weather next. Hello. Nine twenty one on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning, I am Bill Spadia. So let's jump right back into it. What's the old stuff that you've got hanging around the house? We talked about the curio cabinet, the china. Jill, did you have wedding china? I did. I had you wedding did. china, and I, I don't have a very large place setting. We're channeling Donald Trump. So. We're saying it like Trump. China. China. Wedding I know, china. It's so true. You like that? Yeah. China, and it's. Uh, not displayed anymore. I got rid of that. Uh, the curio, well, the hutch, the, the china cabinet. I, I what is it? When people call it a break front, it sounds like. Uh, did you hear that? Did I? A break front. A break front. But um, that sounds like the name of a hotel on the beach. Oh, and like yeah, like a right? bayhead, right? Yeah. Um, no, we called it the china ca- china cabinet. Yeah, is that- I, I think I think that's the wide one. I don't know. Are you even allowed to call it China anymore? Uh, that's that's probably right. not correct. That, that's, <laughs> nothing's politically correct. Let's go to Chrissy in Lakewood. Hey, Chrissy. Hey, I'm sorry about your Hi, mom. Hi, Bill. How are you? I'm good. I'm sorry uh, about your mom. Yeah, it'll, it's, it'll, be, it'll be a year uh, this March 8th, so yeah. it's, it's been a little rough. It's yeah. been a little rough, but um, the reason why I'm calling is you, it's so funny that you talk about furniture because I am literally sitting in my house right now <laughs> and I've got a curio cabinet, cabinet, a secretary from my mother, um, part of a china, part of a china cabinet. And yes, that is called a break front. My father used to be in the furniture business. Wow. Um, so. Yeah, and I've got tables with Queen Anne legs. I mean, I'm old school. They don't make it like this anymore. They really don't make it like this anymore. Uh, it is so true, Chrissy. If you think about the quality, right, the workmanship that goes yeah. in, just the sheer weight of furniture built 30, 40 years ago compared to today, right? Yes, exactly. I uh, mean, when I was 12 and my parents had a place down in Florida, um, here I am, 12 years old, with my father, who must have been about, like, in his 50s or 60s. I was carrying, I was, I was lifting a china cabinet that must have been, like, 50 pounds. Wow, they, they raised us tougher yeah. back then, Chrissy. That's what it is, right? Right, exactly. There, there were no excuses. Well, look, we'll, uh, we'll say a prayer for your mom's soul. I'm sorry for your loss, but thanks for chiming in, and uh, hopefully it gives you some uh, some great memories, right? You look at some of the furniture, and you think of some of the times that your family was around it. Yeah. Right? And I even have some of her old tchotchkes, and you were talking about the black yeah. and white pictures, and oh, yeah. The tchotchkes. You know, I'm one uh. of those. The tchotchkes, yeah. yeah. I love that yeah. word. And, um, My grandmother yeah, had something. had shelves like built-ins around her fireplace, yeah. filled filled with I don't know what they were. They're little figurines and all kinds of stuff, and and I don't know where they all went. 
Yeah, and you know, it, it, it's it's great to have the uh, the old school look because people go. Where did you get that? How yeah, old is that? Right. It's a great conversation starter. Yeah, and what's old and is new again, my right? My father would say, my father would say, um, you know, everything these days is made of glitz. And I would be like, what is that? And he goes, glue and you know what? I'm not even going to say it on the air, but Bill, oh, you can figure that one oh, out. That's funny. <laughs> that That's funny. I love it. Chrissy, thank you. Have an awesome rest of your day. It was nice talking to you. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye now. All right. Frank Roseanne, hang in there. I'll be back. 925. Eric Scott with the news in just about four and a half minutes. 938 on New Jersey 101.5. I am Bill Spadia. Let's jump right back into it. So AT&T is down. I'm, I'm seeing an SOS on my phone. Totally aggravated. Um, and uh, by the way, uh, for our Town Square management team, the Wi-Fi also down in the building. So I'm not sure if that's related to the outage. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt that it is, but I'm not sure. So if we could uh, get that working, that would be uh, great. That would be really helpful. Let's get the Wi-Fi back on. Let's go to Frank in Manchester. Morning, Frank. How are you? Hey, good morning, Bill. Uh, seen you a couple of times when you were in Manchester. Thank you. I love Manchester. Robert Race is such a great mayor. You've got yeah. such a good team. Uh, I mean, you know, Mike and Roxy and just I, 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 the whole team there. Love Ocean County. Love Manchester. It's a great, great Jersey town. Yeah, I, I know Roxy since she was in school. Uh, no kidding. Yeah. A uh, couple of quick things. Old things around the house. I guess I'd put my wife number one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but besides that, she has her old Lennox China. Yeah. And things like that. We do have a landline because she feels we must have a landline. But, you know, the landline you get from Comcast or whoever these days is not a bulletproof one like the old days. Um and just one last comment as a retiree. You guys are giving AT&T a bad rap. If you look, it's a nationwide outage. Yeah. AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, all the carriers. Well, no, Jill uses T-Mobile. Hers is fine. Well, it depends on where you are in the country. Yeah. So, I mean, if you look on the Internet, I think like the, the West and Midwest. Wait, Frank, hold on one second. I've got breaking news. Okay. The Wi-Fi just went back on. Okay. Thank you, Town Square. All right, that was quick. So you're, so, you know what it is. You know what it is, Frank. All these enormous companies. You're right. It's not always their fault. It's just aggravating because they're so big. They just don't care about that one customer. I just, you know, the only the the one the only big company I've ever got great customer service from was PNC. They were fantastic. PNC. Yeah. yeah um, but again, I, my gut feeling, there's something going on in the backbone network. We really nev never really learn probably the, the truth. But for all of these carriers to be affected like this, it, it's not an individual carry. It's it's a network thing. And who knows what happens? You know, it's true. And, and, I, I, and then the question then is, how long does it take them to fix it? And how much of life is disrupted? You have to say and believe that it... it it's only a negative to everybody. Nobody benefits from that. But yep. I, I just, it, you become so dependent on it that, you know, it's, a, it's certainly cause for concern. But anyway, thanks, Frank. Good to talk to you. Have an awesome rest of your day. Best to your wife. You got it. Let's go to Roseanne in Tom's River, another great Jersey town. How are you, Roseanne? Good morning, Bill. Um, I want to tell you when uh, my husband and I were out looking for dining room furniture, we couldn't yeah. afford anything. We were in our, our 20s, but a four-bedroom house after a two-bedroom apartment. So we went to on um, secondhand. 
go to Chambersburg. And we saw a great set. Yeah. Six chairs. And we said, what about the China cabinet? The guy, the like, young grandson said, yeah, yeah, that's included, too. The grandma had gotten a new laminate dining room set. <laughs> I love it. Thrilled with it. I love it. Everything's plastic. Don't have to worry about it. So we walked off with a cherry dining room set and ch and can China cabinet for two two eighty five. Oh, that's fantastic! Wow, you stole it. Yeah, because everybody said, "Oh, you don't need a dining room set. Nobody uses dining rooms. Our family's down there three hours at the dining room table. Holidays, well, birthdays. You know, that's a funny thing you say, right, Roseanne? I, we use it too. I mean, now for us. Our kitchen, eating kitchen, has become the dining room. It's not a form. When we bought the house, they had one room that was supposed to be the dining room because it had the the the, the chandelier came down. But we looked at it we're like this room is way too small to be an effective dining room, and we like to have family and friends around a big table. So we made the the family room the dining room, turned the. Uh, the, the living room into a rec room family room where we put the TV and the couches. And then I took the old dining room. We, we made it basically a, a reading room. I put, you know, my, my son uh, was a musician, you know, piano, trombone. So we still call it the music room, but it's like this great quiet room to sit and read. And, uh, and you're right. I, 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 but I don't have any of the old furniture. We don't have the buffet. We don't have the China closet. None of that. Today's world, having face-to-face -face and no phone time is even more valuable. I'm going to relish in the fact that my phone is down. It's aggravating, but um, the, the problem is I, I'm old school because I like to call people. Right. So many people today, they don't like to call people. They'd rather just text. So yeah. when the Wi-Fi comes on, I can now text again, but I can't call anybody. Right. Hey, listen, on my China ca cabinet. Yeah. Fast forward 20 years. We've got the new Thomasville set. We're so proud we can buy a new one. We sold it for more than double the price, number one. Number two, we were deluged with phone calls. Even after it sold, people called up and wanted us to talk about it and describe it. Yeah, that's, that's, you know what? who bought it said you want to visit it up in our vacation <laughs> house. You should charge for visits to the China cabinet. I love that. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> also for landline people and what the other gentleman said, yeah. it's not like the old school when the electric goes out. The, it, ours goes out, too. It came from the cable. But it's good to have a plug-in phone, know where it is for emergencies. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. I, You know, we, we don't, but but then you see things like today, and you're like, oh, that's why you need it. Roseanne, nice talking to you. Have an good. awesome rest of your day. You take care. Uh, yeah, Tom's River is a great, great town. My friend Jillian Messina did such a great job with a, an outstanding career uh, handling the information from the Tom's River cops. My, my uh, buddy Mitch Little, who is the chief of police there, Another great guy to all the cops in Tom's River. You know, I, I stand with you. And uh, this is a, I, I know, a difficult time at odds with the uh, new administration. And uh, it's a shame because, um, you know, they're, they're in a battle over the budget. And as I have said, and I will say again, that when, when it comes to local towns, the mayor is critical. The cops are critical. And to all the mayors out there, guys... You don't balance budgets on the backs of your men and women in blue, period. And that, that to me, should just go without saying. You stand up for your cops. That's where you make the investment. All right, it's 945. Fast traffic instant weather next. Oh. 951 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning and goodbye. I have to get out of here. I do want to thank Parks Casino and Sportsbook for sponsoring Chime Time every morning, every hour on the show. 
Uh, and quick, I just want to read uh, you this from Shane in Belmar. Uh, on the app chat, I have T-Mobile. My phone went into SOS mode as well. And I've been having the same phone issues with texts and calls. Uh, yeah, he thinks this is bigger than AT&T. I think so, too. I, I You know, this is... Um, it is aggravating. So for all of you that uh, your phone is in SOS mode. Now, I took some advice. Somebody else said just turn the phone on and off. I did. And I now am not seeing SOS, but I have no bars. So there you go, right? Uh, all the, uh, the the morning started with me joking about landlines. And uh, apparently uh, the only folks able to make calls this morning are the ones on the landline. But I appreciate all the conversation about that and... Um, you know, I encourage you, and I'm going to ask producer Kristen to do this, to share an article I wrote, I think it was yesterday, the day before, about uh, saving New Jersey, what we need to do in terms of uh, the kind of leaders that we need. And I, I talked about this earlier in the show. We need to turn New Jersey around. And in order to beat the Democrats, we've got to have better people in positions of authority in positions as candidates and as thought leaders. You know, the NJGOP has come up short now for a decade. Well, several decades, if you go back to the fact that the Democrats have been in charge in uh, the legislature for 20 years, 20 plus years. And you're not going to beat the Democrats in 24 at the local level if you're focused on nonsense. And the fact that you've got these backroom has-beens who are spending their money attacking me because they're so afraid of you. That's what's got to stop. Listen, guys, they should be afraid of you. You know, you, you think about the the surge of populism, the surge of average people. I, I see it. I'm out on the trail every day, and I meet countless numbers of moms and dads who have never run for office before that have come to into the common sense fold and and asked for help and we've helped them and and hundreds and hundreds of new elected board of education members why do you think you're seeing a pushback now it's because of all these brand new non-politicians and that's what we need we need the guys that turn the wrench we need the guys that put on the uniform we need the, the you know the moms who are frustrated because they are not allowed to speak their mind at these board of ed meetings that's who we need running for office and getting involved locally and my commitment to you is this that I will use this microphone and the power that we have been given by you and your listenership and the fact that we talk to the largest audience in the state to push for the common sense policies and the practical leadership that we need to turn the state around. We can't leave the opposition to the Democrats in the hands of, um, you know, guys like Jack Cittarelli, who this will be his his third run now for governor. Uh, it's He's a career politician. He's never accomplished anything. There's a reason why guys like that, you know, he hates Trump because he he's afraid of the people and the voters. And, you know, same thing with John Bramdick. Here's a guy that pushed an attorney general on the Democrat side who then in turn came after mom and dad. So we have to do better and we will do better together. And the more they attack me, the more you know they're coming after you. But I'm in between, and I'm not going to let them get to you. We are going to turn the state around together. So thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. I am off tomorrow, as a reminder, but I will be on the trail over the next three days. Check out BillSpadia.com slash events. Uh, and for the podcast, go to BillSpadia.com slash live. And I will see you on Monday.
Thanks for listening to the Bill Spadia Show On Demand. Don't forget to check out the latest online from Bill Spadia on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.